Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 158, Skillful Arm Balances. It's an edited version of a workshop I recently offered online, and you'll get to do a lot of crow pose, side crow pose, side plank, and a lot of variations. All you need is a brick. If you want to check out some of the demonstrations, you can see the videos on the show notes. So let's get to it. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, My name is Adam Hoke. I'm really excited for us to practice arm balances together. So we're going to do a whole heck of a lot of practice today. Uh, You do what's right for you. You stop when it's uh, right for you. The one thing I want to say about arm balances um, is they should be fun and we should have a playful attitude about it. I think at least the ones we're going to do today are quite accessible because we're going to, we're going to flip them around in different orientations to gravity. So even if you can't balance yourself on your hands, you'll still get an experience of the arm balance. Uh, And for us just to take a step back and think about what arm balances are, they are yoga poses that require a lot of strength and structure and stability in the upper body. And the ones that we're going to do today are ones that require you to do plank and chaturanga-like things and arms out to the side, side planky things. But really, it's just you have the strength and structure in your shoulders to be able to bear your weight in one of those positions, all right? So that's the first thing we got to feel. And then on top of that frame, we just do something funky with our hips. So we'll do something funky with our hips for crow pose and crow pose variations and and all manner of funky things in side plank. But you can break apart the shoulder stuff from the hip stuff. Uh, And then to join those two things is unfortunately everyone's favorite core strength. So to join the shoulder structure and all the hip mobility stuff, we need core strength. The one uh, new element of arm balances I've started to add, because I I had always been implicit, but I think it's important to say, a major component of learning arm balances is skill. Is skill. You know in what order to put the pieces together. You know how to balance your weight. You know how to prop. Uh, there's skill involved. It's not just full brute strength uh, or you're blessed with a hip socket that's very mobile. So there is skill involved. And I want to focus on skill. So that's it. That's all I'm going to say. We're just going to do lots of practice. Lie down on your back, knees bent. Have your brick nearby. You don't need it. Just it's there. And let's actually start in Supta Baddha Konasana. So feet are on the floor, knees are bent feet are together, knees are flopping out. If that's a little rough on your inner thigh or knee, you can have your feet a little further away, or you can just lie down in constructive rest. Have a few breaths for yourself. Sometimes we have a little emotional baggage with certain yoga poses. Either we get attached to our idea that we can't do them or we get attached to like how awesome we are in doing them. Can you just take a few breaths and make sure you have a good sense of humor 
that doesn't get too attached to I can do this or I can't do this, that you're just going to enjoy the ride. And at any time you need to self-regulate and slow things down or watch, you do. We're recording so you can replay this in a few days and try bits that you missed. Last breath. Okay. Then both feet on the ground, knees bent, and now is the time to grab your brick and place your brick between your thighs. Before anything happens, I want us to start training our capacity to squeeze inward because it's going to be crucial for our crow. Squeeze in to the brick and make sure it's in your inner thigh flesh. You have a lot of coverage. The brick is long. It's not between your knees or your calves. It's just your inner thighs. Squeeze on into the brick. Then hover your feet off the ground just a little bit. A little bit makes it a bit harder. If you lift them higher, it'll make it a little easier on your core and your back if that's necessary today. Another breath, just squeezing the brick while feet elevate. And hopefully you're, you're feeling like, oh, I have core muscles. And if I start playing with them, they talk to me. And so we know we're alive and they're there. Bring the feet back down. Take a couple breaths with the feet on the ground, but the brick is still there. Now, interlace your fingers behind your head. Squeeze the brick, lift the feet up. They can come a little higher if you want because now we're going to lift the head up and the hands can support the head and neck. Because crow pose is an abdominal, a front abdominal pose, pose, we can draw navel a little bit down and in and the lower back can flatten to the floor. And then feel things starting to, you know, again, starting to click on. Good. One more breath. Okay. And then feet to the ground, hands to the ground, head to the ground. We can now remove the brick. <clears throat> now remember, like you trust yourself. Draw knees into the chest, hold the legs, lift the head and shoulders up. Okay. Widen the knees, keeping feet together. Reach your arms up towards your ceiling. Palms support the weight of the ceiling. Remember, knees are wide. How close can knees get to armpits? How close can armpits get to knees? And you're doing your first arm balance. So just do your best. Just keep going, Ken, to get those knees close to your armpit and armpit close to knee. Yes. And it should be fun. You'd be like, oh, it's a little goofy. If someone walked in, they might laugh at me, but that's all right. Okay, come all the way back down, take a couple breaths on the floor. As we go today, I'll talk to you as both students, and I know that some of you are teachers. For those of you who are teachers, that's a really nice alternative to give to someone whose wrists aren't feeling so great. One more time, knees into chest, head and shoulders off of the floor. Knees wide, feet together, reach up to touch the ceiling, palms face the ceiling. How close can armpits get to knees? How close can knees get to armpits? So your spine is rounded and your abdominals are working. Uh, and right now you have your arms straight like plank, but could you just bend them for a second like chaturanga and sort of see what that feels like? Yeah. And then re-straighten them like plank and just sort of know that you have this capacity. One more time, bend and straighten. 
Okay. Then come all the way back down to the ground. Rest for a moment. Breathe in and out. I enjoy this way of doing arm balances, just watching you all while I sip my carbonated water. Arms open into a T-shape or a cactus shape. Knees up and over to the right in just a twist. And try to keep your knees and thighs close together. No wrapping or you know, too much staggering. Just squeeze your thighs together and they fall to the ground. They fall to the ground. So it's a twist. Yeah, let your feet fall, let your knees fall. So it can be a little mellow because we'll get into the tough stuff. But take another breath. Just enjoying your twist. So this is our hip mobility part of the arm balance. Then up and over, other direction. Knees up and over to the left. Do your best to keep thighs together. Knees might stagger a tiny bit, but don't exaggerate it. It's just a twist, and we're working the mobility part of the shape. Okay. Then back to center. Hug the knees into the chest, and you can hold the legs with your arms as you lift your head and shoulders off the floor. Squeeze your thighs together. Reach both arms off to the right, and make sure the left arm touches the outside of the right thigh. And arms are sort of doing like sort of plank shape, but make sure you're, you're reaching to one side, and whatever the inside arm is, it's, it's hugging that outside leg. Yes. So... There you go. You, you got it, Julie. Yes. A little bit higher with the shoulders. And remember, this is like side crow upside down. So sort of give it that like aviary flare. All right. And then back to center, hug the knees into the chest. Same thing, opposite direction. So both arms outside the leg. Reach like you mean it. Maybe lift head and shoulders a little bit up and make sure the palms are doing the shape of plank and chaturanga. Good. Then come all the way back down. Just relax. Reach the legs on the ground. Reach the arms over the head. And enjoy doing nothing. Just sort of enjoy reaching, letting the back arch a little bit, letting the belly get a happy stretch after that tension. All right, so now you've already done, as far as I'm concerned, crow pose, uh, and side crow. So just make sure you're just a happy reach. Yes. All right. Then roll into your side, come up to sit. Let's just reach the right arm forward. So I'll mirror you. With the left hand, grab the right forearm and just massage up and down. So as you're probably well aware, wrists take a little bit of a beating in arm balances. So we're going to try to be kind. So I'm massaging the inside of the forearm. And then I much prefer to have palm down and massage the top of the forearm and get in between the two arm bones all the way down to the wrist. And right before the wrist, you can sort of get in a tiny bit more in those, that little space between bones. Yeah. Okay. All right. Same thing. Other side. We're going to massage first. And don't neglect this type of work in your own practice or your teaching because we do need to warm up and get all this stuff ready. And then palm down, massage top of forearm, especially in that little nook of the two arm bones before the wrist. All right. Then 
Downward facing dog. Downward facing dog. And I'm going to give you a few breaths in your down dog just to wiggle and move. Last little bit. Then I want us to play with rocking weight forward and back because it's important for all of this. So inhale forward to plank. Exhale, lift back to down dog. And just do that four or five times on your own. And also what we're doing is bringing weight of the shoulders over the hands, but not for too long. So we just we're progressively building our weight-bearing capacity. We're not doing it all at once. One more. Okay. Then from down dog, raise the right leg up into the air, bend the leg, and then circle the thigh around in the hip socket. Three or four times slowly one way, and try your best to limit the motion in the rest of the body three or four times the other way. Then we're gonna do slightly funky version of pigeon. Step the right foot just before the hands, centered on the mat, drop the back knee. You might have to use one of your hands to get onto the pinky edge of the foot. So we're in our super pigeon. If this super pigeon does not work for you, you just do normal pigeon or a lizard. Back knee goes a little further back. Both arms go a little forward. And I like a very, very gentle rocking forward and back. Make sure you're strong into the edge of the pinky toe side of the foot. It's a strong active leg and it's small motion. Once or twice more in our super pigeon rocking. Then, if you'd like, stay as you are or raise the back knee, shoot the chest a bit more forward, maybe walk the arms a bit more forward. This is rough on your knee, just do normal pigeon or lizard. Last breath and you're super pigeon. Then drop the back knee, walk yourself to all fours, and then roll down onto your belly, setting up for locust. Purposefully, we're not doing loads of chaturanga just yet. So reach the arms straight back. Lift up locust with palms facing the ground. You can lift the upper body. You can lift the legs up. Good. And just enjoy getting the shoulder space ready, the scapula ready. Then come all the way back down. Lift up and back, downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Bend that leg and then circle the thigh around in the hip socket. Three or four times slowly one way. And then the same other direction. Good. And then reach that leg up. Step it through just before the hand centered on the mat. Drop the back knee and just take your time to wiggle that leg out into external rotation. And you can always do normal pigeon or lizard if that's better. Probably back knee a little further back, both arms a little further forward. 
I quite like a very gentle rocking, which just sort of soothes the nervous system that think, what are you doing to my hip socket? What is this new weird thing? So we soothe first, then we stay, and then you can stay as you are, or you can tuck the back toes under, raise the back knee, maybe walk the arms a bit more forward. So we're just building out a little bit of hip mobility, uh, which will help us in all the shapes we're going to make, because they're coming very soon. All right, drop the back knee, all fours, roll down to your belly again. One more time, locust with palms facing the ground, lift everything up. Come down, back to downward facing dog. Come forward to plank or all fours. All fours if you, if you know you're conserving energy or conserving your wrists a little bit. And very small amount Rock your weight forward so shoulders go a little forward of the wrist line and then rock your weight back. And just do that three or four times. It can be a little bit like you're pointing and flexing your feet. And again, we're building our weight-bearing capacity in the wrists. Last one. Okay. And then come down to your knees so you're on all fours, everyone. This is going to be a test of patience and we're going to find the impatient people really quickly. Tip your weight forward so you're setting up for a knee down press up. Crow pose requires a really meticulous chaturanga, so we're going to do it with our knees down first. Very slowly, bend the elbows straight back as chest goes forward. So weight is rocking forward. Then exhale to slowly restraighten the arms, rock the weight back. We're going to do that three more times. Inhale, bend the elbows straight back as weight tips a little forward. Good. And then re-straight, not too fast, Claire. Last couple. Bend nice and slow. And re-straighten. Yes. Last one. You don't have to go so low. Last one. Good. All right. And then child's pose or just sit for a second. Take a few breaths before we do it one more time. Child's pose or just sit. Chaturanga done really well should feel hard for everybody. It never gets easier. If it's gotten easy, that means you've slacked off. Should never get easy. Hate to break it to you. All right. Come back up all fours. Or if you are feeling strong and vibrant today and you're not worried about your wrists, lift your knees. So it's sort of normal plank, normal plank, but nothing fancy. You can walk your feet back. Yes. Nothing fancy. Just knees up. All right. Three or four times. Bend the elbows slowly. Restraighten the arms. And if you're struggling, don't go so low. Last couple. Bend. Looking good, everyone. And Jillian, think more forward than straight down. Yes, good. Last one. All right. Then child's pose or seated. Take a few breaths. We're going to do a bunch of flow in a second, but I'm, we're not going to do any chaturanga in the flow because I don't want to blow out your wrists in a, in a sun salute A. I'd rather, rather blow your wrists out doing something spectacular like a... Bacassan variation. 
All right, let's just go to standing. No, no fancy transition, just come to standing. And all we're gonna do is just a few modified sun salutes just so we feel a little alive and awake. So you're at the front of your mat. We're gonna do one half salute and then we're gonna do three modified sun salutes just so we feel a little bit awake. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way lift, inhale. Hands slowly down by your side. Good. Now we do our sun salute A. No chaturanga. Inhale, arms up. No chaturanga. Fold all the way down. Half lift. Walk to plank or all fours. A breath there. Drop your knees, roll down, set up for cobra. Roll down, set up for cobra. Lift up cobra, big or small. Then up and back to downward facing dog. In your down dog, can shoulders feel broad? And can we be really meticulous with the hand placement? So fingers are spread and there's a little bit more weight in thumb and index finger side of hand. Then, let's again, let's just be really nice to the wrists during this bit. Just walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Half lift and inhale. Fold. All the way lift. Hands down by your side. Just a couple more of these. Inhale, arms up. Hear your breath. Fold down, half lift, walk to plank. We're doing walk instead of hop, just to be nice to the wrist. Drop your knees, roll down, set up for cobra or locust. Lift up cobra or locust. Then downward facing dog. Again, be meticulous with your hand placement. Fingers are spread out. Weight is going between thumb and index, finger side of hand. One more breath. Then walk yourself forward. It can be confident steps. It doesn't, you know, it's not a saunter. Half lift on inhale. Fold on exhale. All the way up. Hands come down. Last one. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, fold. Half lift. Walk to plank pose. Drop your knees, get to the floor. Cobra pose or locust. Then downward facing dog. Just a few breaths here. Confidently step forward. Halfway lift. 
fold and round over the legs. All the way lift. Hands come down. All right. Bend the knees, chair pose. Inhale, arms up, butt back. Fold over the legs, exhale. Half lift. Walk or hop, plank, chaturanga. Into cobra, up dog or locust. Then downward facing dog. We're going to do some like core based leg in and out. If you're monitoring your energy level and want to preserve, you can keep your knees down. Otherwise, you're doing this from down dog. Raise the right leg up into the air. Exhale the knee to the outer right arm as high as it can get. Inhale the leg all the way up. We're going to repeat that. Exhale knee, outer right arm. Maybe spine rounds a little bit. Inhale the leg up. Not too fast. Exhale knee, outer right arm. Good. Inhale, leg up. This time, step through to high lunge. Arms up into the air. Good. And high lunge for me means back knee up, but you can always bring the back knee to the ground if you like it on the ground. Yes, that's fine. One more breath in the high lunge. Then bring the hands to prayer center of chest. Lean forward, push the hands together. Drive into the front heel. Stay or lift the back leg. Warrior three. And then for today, let's reach the arms back, palms face the ground. As strongly as you can, right thigh is pulling back, left butt is squeezing to get some lift of left leg. Last breath. Then hands down, step back, just downward facing dog, just down dog. If you're a chaturanga, chaturanga addict, you just got to deal with it. <clears throat> Raise the left leg up into the air. Exhale, knee, outer left arm. Inhale, the leg up. Knee, outer left arm. One more, leg up. Outer left arm. Leg up, then high lunge, arms up into the air. And of course, always a knee down option with me, but high lunge for me means arms up. Enjoy the lunge, get the reach up through the back leg, through the chest, through the fingertips. Good. Then bring hands down to prayer center of chest and push the hands together so that gets our upper body clicked on. Lean forward, drive through the front heel, stay or lift the back leg. I like us all to reach the arms back with palms facing the ground. Left thigh is pulling back. Right butt has a little bit of squeeze to get some elevation. So Jane, try to get that right leg higher, 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 higher. It's good, Zoltan. I know it's tough. Last bit. Okay. And then step back, downward facing dog. Come through to sit. Come through to sit. Hold the back of your thighs. Tip back into boat 
And don't tell anybody, but allow your lower back to round. So we use a little bit more abdominals. So boat, but with a little bit of rounding. Stay here or don't hold. And you make little stop signs with your hands. So spine is rounded. Shins are parallel to the ground. You could even think of legs squeezing in to center. Good. All right. Then feet to the ground, elbows and forearms to the ground. Lift your butt, tuck it under, and then come down to your lower back. Reach both legs straight forward. So we're setting up for low boat. I'm just being a control freak about it. Lift at least one leg. Stay with one leg or have two legs up, but they're low, unfortunately. Stay or reach the arms. So we're in low boat. Take another breath. If you have one leg up, change the leg. Last little bit. Then elbows down, feet down. Shameful, up, hold the back of your thighs. So that was boat and low boat. Now we're gonna do crow boat, crow boat. Feet together, knees wide, tip back. So I'm sorry, this won't be the most pleasant view, but there we are. <clears throat> Feet together, knees wide. Lower back rounds, stay or reach the arms forward. How close? Can knees get to armpits? How close can armpits get to knees? And we're in our version of crow on our bum. Take another breath. I like this one. Then come down. Nothing fancy. Just get back to downward facing dog. So that was our second version of crow. There'll be many. Yeah, there we go. I like your friend, Lynn. All right. From here, walk or hop yourself forward, standing forward fold. A half lift on inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way lift, all the way lift. Hands come down. Starting the same way. Bend the knees, chair pose, inhale. Fold over the legs, exhale. Half lift, inhale. Chaturanga or down dog, exhale. If chaturanga, inhale a back bend. And then we all meet exhaling and downward facing dog. Same leg in and out, but now it's going to be a twist. And if you're monitoring your energy level, you can do it with knees down. Inhale the right leg up into the air. This time, right knee to left arm. So it's a twist, left arm. Inhale the leg up. Exhale, knee to left arm, but your chest goes forward. Your chest goes forward. Inhale the leg up. Yeah, that's it. Last one. Exhale, the left arm, chest forward. Maybe elbows bend a little bit. Yes. Inhale all the way back up. Step forward to high lunge, arms up into the air. Enjoy a moment of high lunge. Good. Then let's just make it easy. Bring the hands down to frame the front foot, all the way down to frame the front foot. Raise the right arm up into the air so it's just an easy twisting lunge. You can always drop the back knee. Good. Really dig into the right heel and draw the right thigh a little bit back so we're making sure we get the hip mobility bit. Lovely. 
then bring the hand down, step back, downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Exhale the knee to the right arm, as high as you can get it. Inhale the leg up. Exhale, knee to right arm, but your chest is reaching forward. Inhale the leg up. Knee to right arm, chest forward, a little bit of elbow bend. All the way back up. Step forward to high lunge. Just enjoy it. We're still, you know, flowing and moving. Enjoy the high lunge. Then bring the hands down to frame the front foot. Raise the left arm up. It's just an easy twist. We're just building out our twists. But make sure the hips are really involved. So left heel is strong. Left thigh is pulling back. And while you're here, how close is that right ear to your right shoulder? So I've been saying we want social distance between right shoulder and right ear, all right? So that's our key phrase today. Bring the hand down, step back, downward facing dog. Come through to sit and then straight into your boat pose of choice, holding legs or not, but keep knees bent for today. For today, lower back and round. So we recruit the abdominals a little bit more. One more breath. Then... Just sit for a second. Ah, oh, it's nice just to sit. Another breath. Then back into your boat. We're going to make it crow boat, but it's going to be a twisting crow boat. So let's reach over to the right. Reach over to the right. So you're outside of your left leg. Squeeze your legs together. How far down the left arm or up the left arm towards armpit can you get the right thigh? How much can you reach through the arms? How much can you broaden the back? Then come through to center. Reach the other way. Ooh, reach out to the left. How high up the right arm towards armpit can the left leg be? How broad can the back be? Then back to center. Cross the legs. Just back to downward facing dog. So now we've done side crow, partial bhagasana, or side crane, on our butt. Another nice way to do it. Step or hop forward, standing forward fold. Half lift on inhale. Fold on exhale. All the way lift. And I changed my mind, so we're going to fold all the way back down. I frequently change my mind. Walk back to down dog. Why not? Drop your knees. Rest in child's pose. And what I want you to realize is the position of the spine, the position of the leg, is the position you need for bakasana. So the position of your spine right now, the roundedness of it, the position of your legs in that squat-like shape is what you're now, in a moment, going to put on top of chaturanga. But I want you to know, like, you got this part down. You guys are child's pose pros, so that ain't a problem. It's the chaturanga and bearing the weight of your body that becomes the issue. Come up. Come up to sit. So now we're going to use our crow perch. The point of the perch 
is to give you an extra boost to help your hips get up and forward. So one of the challenges of Crow is getting the hips high up and over so we can bear weight over the hands. You're gonna have the brick or whatever is solid enough. You will perch yourself on it. Have your hands down on the ground in front of you and sort of think, oh, I'm doing child's pose. Just think, oh, I'm gonna do child's pose in this shape. I'm just doing child's pose. And once you sort of do child's pose, you can start connecting your knees to your upper arms, probably somewhere on the back or outside, as high as you can get. Then tip the weight forward like you're doing plank. Then bend the elbows like you're doing chaturanga. One leg might lift, and then you alternate, or two feet might lift. Good. And then come down, have a moment of pause. We're gonna do that one more time. Um, most of you are looking uh, forward, but it'll help you if you look a little forward rather than back. And that's just gonna help you with your balance. Let's do it one more time. Don't rush, get on your perch. Think, I'm just doing child's pose, just doing child's pose. So knees are bent, butt is back, spine is rounded, and then knees and arms connect. Then you're doing plank, you're shifting the weight forward. Make sure you're looking a little forward. Then you're bending both elbows like chaturanga. And then maybe one foot lifts, maybe the other. Okay. And then that's it. Downward facing dog. We're going to do more crow. So don't get too depressed if you like want to do loads and loads of crow. Downward facing dog. Just so we have a little bit of break, step the right foot forward and come into warrior two. Right foot forward and come into warrior two. But in this warrior two, put your right arm on top of your left and eagle arms. So right arm on top of the left and eagle arms. Broaden the upper back, push the arms a little forward. So just enjoy that wonderful spread of shoulder blades, which is nice for our crow poses. Good. Then reach the arms back out. Then reverse warrior, reverse warrior. Then just straight down, downward facing dog. Left foot forward, warrior two. In this warrior two, left arm on top of right, eagle arms. And we just give our shoulders a little love. So the elbows press a little forward and broaden, or the shoulder blades broaden, yeah, good. And Zoltan, not heel to arch, maybe a little bit more width on your, on your mat. It looks a little wonky there. Good. Then open that out, reverse warrior. Then downward facing dog. Come down to sit. Then start in a crow-like shape. So knees, knees do not connect with arms. There is no connection. There is no need for a connection. Hands down. Just rock forward and back. Rock forward and back. Looking forward. And then eventually just start hopping your feet up as you rock your weight forward. Get really nice and small. It's not a big, it's a little, little hop. It's little, little. Get as small as you can. Last one like this. 
Looks like you all are getting excited. So have a moment of pause before you get, this is good. You have like a little bit of joy, it's good. Then start in a crow-like shape. So knees and arms touch. Then slow rocking of weight forward as elbows bend and then slow rocking of weight back. Make sure those knees and arms touch, good. And then maybe as you rock weight forward, there's a little bit of lift off. Okay. And then pause. We're going to do it one more time without any shenanigans. And you, I want you to take these principles into practice. You can use the brick to help you or not. But first principle, as you set up, hips got to get high. Then second principle, weight has to shift forward as elbows bend. So you make a little shelf. And you can do that with all our shenanigans and with props, or you can just do it. Third thing to know, for those of you who it's no big deal to get up into crow, you got to straighten your arms. So you get into it by shifting the weight forward and bending the elbows. But then once you are up, arms straighten. So that's the next step. And then we do variations and it gets more fun. Okay, so just one more attempt. First principle, hips gotta get high with or without brick. Then weight shifts forward as elbows bend. And then maybe one foot lift, maybe two feet lift. And if two feet lift and you're comfortable, straighten your arms. Okay, let's not kill that. Downward facing dog. Wait till you see what's coming. Step the right foot outside the right hand, drop the back knee, it's lizard. Just lizard. And for this lizard, let's actually walk both arms really far forward so it sure feels like down dog in the arms. Press firmly down into right heel and see if you can squeeze right leg in the direction of right arm. So squeezing right leg in the direction of right arm. Stay or raise the back knee. Stay or raise the back knee. One more breath. Then walk it back to downward facing dog. Same thing, other side. Left leg outside, their left foot outside the left hand. So it's just lizard. Back knees down, but walk the arms forward like down dog. Try to squeeze left arm and left leg towards each other or squeeze left leg towards left arm. And then you stay here or you raise the back knee. Take another breath. All right, then drop the back knee, walk back downward facing dog. Get on your perch. The one-legged variation of crow. And we're not trying to take flight. Just tip your weight a little forward as elbows bend. Lift one leg, if it's possible, totally up and behind you. It could, as an intermediate ground, it could just be on the ground. Good. And then bring that leg back. We made it. Same thing. 
other side, same thing, other side. Good. You now repeat that journey one more time, or as you do that and shift weight a little forward over bent elbows, the bottom foot also lifts. Have fun, and I get to watch. I get to be a spectator. I love watching all the face plants. Okay, it's tough, but this is the journey. It's the same thing. It just starts with a leg up in the air. There are many other ways to come into it, but all of them are hard. Make sure you do the other leg too. All right. And now I give you that for many years to work on. Downward facing dog. You can also come into it from like the leg in and out lunge stuff. You can come into it from warrior three. There's loads of ways. Raise the right leg up into the air. Step through to high lunge. Bring the hands down to prayer center of chest. And then twist outside of the right thigh. Twist outside of the right thigh. And lean back into it. So you're twisting to the right. And twisting towards the right. There we go. And you can always drop the back knee if you're monitoring your uh, fatigue. Good. So this is just a stronger twist. It's just a stronger twist. Take one more breath. Bring the hands down. Step back. Downward facing dog. So we're building out the hip and spinal stuff that's going to play a part in the uh, version of side crane we're going to do. Raise the left leg up. Step it through. High lunge. Just enjoy your high lunge. Hands come down to prayer. And then you twist to the left, outside of the thigh. Push the hands together. Lean back into it. You're just doing the best twists that your body can do while you still breathe. And legs are super strong. So make sure that right leg stays super strong. Good. Then downward facing dog. Come down to sit. Place your brick on the left side of your mat. If you're going to use it, you can always abandon it. It's fine. Get on your brick so you face the left with your knees. But then torso turns to the front of your mat. Hands are placed like they are always placed for plank. Squeeze your legs together. Squeeze the left arm into that right thigh. Tip your weight forward like plank. Bend your elbows like chaturanga. That could be enough. Maybe the top foot lifts. Maybe both feet lift. If you are up, straighten the right arm. Okay. And then come all the way back down. Change to the other side. Brick goes to the right side. Knees face to the right. Torso, arms face forward in their normal plank orientation. Squeeze legs together. Tip weight forward as elbows bend. Maybe the top foot lifts. Maybe you have so much chaturanga and weight shift forward, the bottom foot lifts. And then maybe the free arm straightens. All right. Downward facing dog. We're going to come back to that. Don't you worry. Downward facing dog.
Step the right foot forward, warrior one, and just reach the arm straight up. Front knee bent, back heel down, warrior one. Then straighten the front leg. In a moment, we're going to do revolve triangle. So if you need to change your stance or get a brick ready, do. And then twist towards the right, revolve triangle. So left arm goes down, right arm goes up, revolve triangle. And I want you to be honest with yourself and come high enough up that you need to be able to find length and be able to find twist. So be honest with yourself. You're doing revolved triangle. Last little bit. Then hand down, downward facing dog. Because in a moment, we're going to get to do revolved triangle on top of chaturanga. Two poses knit to go together. Left foot forward, warrior one. Arms just up, arms up, arms up, yes. Straight in the front leg, revolve triangle. Feel free to adjust your stance. So the right hand goes down, left arm goes up, and you twist towards the left, yeah. Be honest with yourself. I'd much prefer you to have a good twist than you just touch the floor, or grab your big toe. Like come high enough up for you that you get a good strong twist. Lovely. Okay. Then downward facing dog. Sit. Okay. So you're either going to have one more shot at doing side crow with, uh, with or without the brick, or you're going to work on the scissor leg side crow, or you could also think of that as ekapada kundinyasana uh, a one, I believe. But what I want you to realize is that it is revolved triangle on top of chaturanga. It is revolved triangle on top of chaturanga. So you got to know which direction you're twisting. Set up for side crane, side crow, on or off your perch, probably off your perch if you're going to work on the variation. Not sure you can have it. Knees face the left, arms face forward. Tip your weight. If you're going to come in to side crow, go for it. Tip the weight. Elbows bend enough to support you. Then maybe bottom leg straightens forward, top leg straightens back. And if you're scissored your legs, you are turning your torso to the right and back leg is internally rotating. Okay. And then come all the way back down. And just like if you're feeling like really low that you couldn't do that, know that very few people do that. Same thing, other side. Last time to try side crane, or now we try side crane with the scissor leg. Side crow or side crane. You can ask me about why I keep changing. So arms face forward. Tip the weight forward like plank and then chaturanga, and then maybe both feet lift. And then maybe bottom leg forward, top leg back. That's happening. You're twisting to the left and top legs internally rotating. Okay. And then now I think it is time for us to have a few breaths in child's pose or seated. 
And so that's settled because we're done with the crow pose variations and we're gonna have a mini break before it's a side plank explosion. Okay, let's just go back into down dog. Just go back into down dog. And then let's actually all come forward to plank, all drop down to knees. And let's roll onto side plank on right hand and right knee. So we're, we're on the bottom knee and the right hand, left hand on hip. So it's modified side plank. And I just want you to pay a special attention now that we're not bearing huge amounts of weight that you push down between thumb and index finger of right uh, hand, right shoulder blades a little bit down the back. And it's not the perfect answer for everybody, but most likely you have externally rotated the right arm. And you will see that by means of the soft bit of your elbow, the inside of your elbow has turned sort of halfway forward. Roll onto all fours, do the same thing on the left side. Sort of a sort of half side plank. You're on left knee, you're on left hand. And then we're not bearing huge amounts of weight now, so get your hand right. Push down through thumb and index finger. Roll the left shoulder blade down the back. A little external rotation to left arm. Okay. Then come down, downward facing dog. And we're going to do one normal, no variation side plank in a second. Full permission to keep using your knees down or to use your forearm down. Come forward to plank. We're gonna do one little thing here. In your plank, bring your right hand just a little bit forward towards the front of your mat, like half of a hand length forward towards the front of your mat. Then side plank on your right side. Full permission to have your knee down or a forearm down. Left arm can go up. And now you're bearing a lot more weight. Are you being particular with your right hand, the right shoulder blade, and the external rotation? Good. Come down, plank, or all fours. Remember, left hand is a tiny bit forward towards the front of the mat. Side plank on left side. You can always have a knee down. Try to stack the hips as best as you can. Get left thumb and index finger working strong. Left shoulder blade down the back. Good. Then come down, back to downward facing dog. Walk the hands backwards towards the feet. Bend the knees enough you can step on the palms of your hands. Straightening the legs as you do that and bending the elbows out as you do that. So fingers will point backwards and thumbs will point towards each other. Yes, good. Last couple moments. Okay, release that and slowly come up. So we're gonna do just side planks one after another, just what you wanted to hear. And I want you to think about the skill aspects of it. The, the hip, so we're going to do side plank, but there'll be some hip funky thing on top of it. 
I want you to think about the skill element of it. Most of you will have the capacity to do the hip thing with some, uh, some degree of proficiency, but I want you to get the skill. So we're going to go through the skill. Right knee into chest. Externally rotate the right thigh. That means your heel will lift and your right thigh will roll out. Reach on the inside of the thigh to grab the right big toe. Stand tall. If you can't grab the big toe, just grab wherever you can on uh, the heel or ankle. Then that might be enough to some amount straighten the right leg up and out on that angle. It remains externally rotated. I cannot totally straighten it. I'm happy with that. Left arm reaches out with a flat palm like you're holding yourself up off the floor. Okay. And then bring that back in. Everything down on the ground. Not everyone will perfectly straighten the leg. That is fine. But just learn to lift the leg, gather it in, rotate it, straighten it to some amount. Left knee up. Find balance. External rotation. Heel will lift. Reach on the inside of the leg to grab big toe or something. Stand tall. That could be enough to some amount, straighten the leg up and out. Right arm reaches out, palm presses out. Okay. Then come down, stand at the top of your mat. Inhale, raise the arms up into the air. Fold all the way down. Half lift. Walk to downward facing dog. Have a moment with yourself. Think about your wrists. Think about your fatigue. Think about your shoulders. You can do all of these with your knees down or with your knees up. So make a choice for yourself. You can keep changing that choice, but make a choice for yourself. Come forward, plank or all fours. If you are in plank, bring the right hand a little forward. Everyone roll to side plank on your right side. The bottom knee may be on or off the ground. Use your skill. Don't rush. Left knee into chest. Left leg externally rotates. Grab inside the leg towards the big toe or something. And then straighten. So make sure it's right leg on the ground. Left leg up. Yes. And then bring it back down. Plank or all fours. If you're in plank, left hand a little bit forward. Roll onto side plank, left side. Right knee into chest. It's the top leg. Externally rotate the leg. Grab inside towards big toe, then straighten the leg up and out on the angle. Yeah, you can do all of it with the knee down if that's better. Good. Push the floor away. Make sure the bottom arm is strong. You got it, Ronnie. Keep working on the external rotation. Good. And then back down. Downward facing dog. Not everyone will have the mobility, but we can all work on the skill. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold and exhale. 
all the way lift. Hands come down. All right, we're going to do dance or pose in a very specific way. Right knee into chest. So I'll come close so you can see. So right knee into chest. Hold right hand on right shin. Walk the hand down towards the ankle and foot. Grab the ankle and foot and then go into dancer pose. So just like that. I know that's fussy, but just like that. Then do like a moderate dancer. Reach the left arm out to the left like it's doing side plank. Okay? Then we're going to do the same thing on the other side. Left knee into chest. So I'll come closer. You can see. Grab the shin. Slide down the shin towards the foot. And then back into a moderate dancer pose. It won't be your biggest. And then from there, right arm reaches out to the right like it's side plank. So not too bad. Come down. You're at the front of your mat. Inhale. Raise the arms up. Fold all the way down. Half lift. Just walk the downward facing dog. So this one's getting, it's getting a little feistier. Remember, you can always do this with your knees down. Come forward to plank. If you're in plank and not all fours, you can be plank or all fours. If you're in plank, right hand a little forward, roll side plank right side. Steady your side plank from the bottom arm, left knee into chest, grab the shin, repeat the process we did. Grab the shin, slide down towards the foot, push it away like dancer pose. Push the floor away. Good, last little bit, nice. Then release and then back to downward facing dog. So it's hard, but there's skill. There's skill involved. Come forward, plank. Remember if it's plank, it can be all fours also. If it's plank, left hand a little forward. Side plank, left side. Shore up the side plank by pushing down through the bottom arm. Raise the top leg, knee into chest. Grab outside the shin, slide down towards the foot, push it away. Make sure bottom leg super strong, push the floor away. If, it, if you're falling over, it's because you're human and normal and it's hard. Okay. And then back down, downward facing dog. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold. All the way lift. Hands down. Okay. Right leg comes up and it comes into half lotus or your best attempt at half lotus. If that happens, can the, uh, the right hand come behind and grab the foot for a bound half lotus? And then the left arm can reach out like side plank. And if none of that's happening, can you do it without the bind and just reach the arm out? 
All right. And then let that go. You could also, uh, I should also say, if like half lotus is, is just like, no ma'am, do tree pose. Other leg, half lotus or tree. And that might be it. And if that's it, right arm will reach out. Or can left hand come behind, get the half bind and reach out. And don't get too worried about what's coming. Then let that be. Top of your mat. Inhale the arms up. You missed a good bit, Catherine. Fold all the way down. Halfway lift. Downward facing dog. Come down to sit. We're not going to try to get into half lotus while we're in side plank. Like I'm sure some wonderful practitioners can, um, but we're not going to do that. So the, I am, I'm making this skillful choice. That I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get into half lotus first. Are you ready? Remember, you could always do tree. You can always not bind. Let's just, um, yeah. So two straight legs forward. Just sit, just sit. Right knee bends, right heel comes in. Right leg rolls out. Keeping everything in one unit, you stay in tree or you come into half lotus. Then maybe right hand comes behind, you're in bound half lotus. Let's all do bent leg version first. Left knee is bent. You're on left knee bent, left hand. Lift up. There we go. And then come back down. If that sort of worked, stay with it or straighten the left leg. Roll onto your left side. And then whoop, up you come. Kasiapasana. And then back down. Okay. Same thing, other side, before my right hip explodes. Left knee bent. Left leg rolls out. Left leg in one unit comes up half lotus. I am not going to bind in this side because it's, well, we'll see. Actually, we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. It's been a while. Let's all start with the right knee bent. Already I know this is going to be tough. Right knee bent on the floor, right hand down. Lift up. Knee down version. Okay. And I'm just going to watch you. Actually, I'm going to go for it. My ego is kicked in. It's not going to be bound. So I'm going to do it unbound. Roll a little bit onto your right hip. Press down, up you come. And I just fall. Let me see how you do. It's tough. It's Kasiapasana. Good. All right, that's it. Downward facing dog. Okay. And then come to sit. So I'll do one of my favorite things to do. So right hand to, um, yeah, we'll do right hand to left chest. 
I'm not going to do it too strongly because of the microphone, but find your collarbone and let's just rub side to side. After all the chaturanga stuff, I just find that like this is always the nicest thing to do. Just rub side to side. And then eventually get into the nook. So between your chest and your upper arm bone, press in, massage a little bit around, and then stay still with your fingers so you're pinned in and just move the arm around. Let's do that a couple more moments. And then let the arm just be. Observe the difference side to side. You might be surprised at how much can shift with like very little intervention. Let's do the other side. Let's just work into the chest, underneath collarbone. Okay, and then we're going to get into that little nook. And then you can move your arm bone around once you get into the nook. Okay, then we'll let that be. Again, pay attention, see if anything transpired. Often when I do all this stuff, I start clenching in my neck and shoulders uh, and jaw. So we'll do some stuff to work that out. So make a fist with your fingers behind. So you interlace your fingers. Bring the fist to your right waist. Caution that you like, don't like do weird things with your torso, your vertical. Squeeze the elbows towards you, a little bit towards each other, fingers a little forward right ear to right shoulder without being forceful. Part your teeth. And you can play around with the angle of your neck. It's quite nice to tip it a little bit down, but you can slowly explore until you get that that just like perfect angle of pull into stretch. And then back up, arms by your side, just pause. Interlace again behind you. Knuckles to other side. Caution that you don't like distort the spine. Elbows a little together, fingers a bit forward. Left ear to left shoulder with teeth parted. And you can play around with the neck angle, but down often gets that upper trap area with teeth parted. Then head back up to vertical. Uh, And let's actually, from here, you bring the hands down, let's do some just mellow backbending. So lie down on your back with knees bent, and we'll just do that, and then we'll have a little rest.
Cause we did a lot, we did a lot of twist and a lot of hip stuff. So I think a little backbend will be nice. Just bridge, lift your hips up. It can be big or small, just bridge. Good. And roll back down. One more bridge, and I'm going to give you an arm thing to do. You can do your normal finger interlace, or you can turn your palms up to face the ceiling, walk your pinky fingers towards each other, interlace just your pinky fingers. And that's quite strong on the shoulder, so it might not happen. And then you can roll your thumbs in the direction of the floor, arms on the floor. A few more breaths. Okay. Come down. And if you know you got to do one more thing, do one more thing. Otherwise, we'll lie down for a couple minutes together, uh, and then I can answer any remaining questions, uh, and then we'll, we'll call it a night. So let's just spend um, a couple minutes just resting, because you worked hard. So enjoy, enjoy the rest.
if you want to just stay resting, please stay and you can come up whenever you're ready. Otherwise, you can come up and we'll have a little closing together. Hands on your body, eyes closed, you're looking down. Come back to your sense of humor. Sometimes it is, it's nice to like, picture yourself trying all these shapes and falling over and like, have a little giggle from the outside about how maybe serious you looked. And let's share a breath together. Big breath in. Breath out. You can bow or touch the ground. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen. 